0: Football, baby.
1: Episode 48 Losing Sucks. We're back at it again. Another episode of this lovely off season we're having. 2022, Travis. We're now officially, two weeks away from the NFL draft, my favorite time of the year, we know it's Christmas time. Everybody's writing their lists down. Everybody's really happy to to see what what good things that uh, Roger Goodell will bring them.
0: Santa! Oh my God! Santa
1: here? And we're sitting here, and all day, you know we're, if it's not trades, it's it's. You know, prospects, it's who have you looked into, you know, it's which numbers do you want to fawn over. It's it's um which situation appears to be good. Because right now, Travis, we are in the the information age in terms of what the teams are telling us and what what can't they hide, you know, because in two weeks Travis Real information and fake information. Yeah. Both of them are everywhere and you can use them to your advantage. We've said it before and we'll say it now, that right now is when the NFL, the media, they're all liars, okay? You sit on a throne of lies. Every Everyone is selling, you know, they've got their, their draft boards for the most part all set up. They're trying to angle, they're trying to, 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 you know, leak information. Look, the one thing that I've always heard in the media, and the one thing that I've always kind of seen as true is that Whenever these leaks come out, it's because certain teams, agents, managers, they put this information out there, and it gets out for a reason, you know? So don't take anything, like, all this Malik Willis to two talk, like, I'm not buying a single bit of it right now, and that and many other stories, there's just no reason to overreact right now, because... We're two weeks away from the NFL and all of their teams not being able to lie to us. Anymore. Yep. They're going they're going to have to be honest with us and tell us this is exactly what we think of our players. You know, you might think, you know, what uh, uh, a guy that me and you have talked about recently in Michael Carter. You know, some people love him, some people don't. I tend to fall on the latter side. I'm not in love with Michael Carter. And now we're about to find out if the Jets view him the same way that everyone else who thinks he is a bell cow or thinks he can take over the, the target load or the, the opportunity share that people saw from a few games last year, if, they, if the Jets think that maybe he's that guy.
0: I feel like Michael Carter is, like you're saying, he's a polarizing guy. I was shocked in a negotiation yeah. this week. I thought the third pieces of a deal – I would have to give up Elijah Moore in return for for Michael Carter on the other side. And I did not hate that because I believe in Michael Carter. I watched a lot of clips of him over the last couple days. I think he's a good player. Mm -hmm. He's a little undersized, but we've seen undersized guys for a two to three year span be really successful and then they just can't sustain it. But He's nowhere near Elijah Moore. Not in terms of ceiling. In Dynasty Value, in my book. I feel like Elijah Moore, he's... Yeah, Elijah Moore is... He'll be around for the next 10 years. Yeah, probably. So, while I think Michael Carter is fine to not sell cheap, but if you can get him for cheap, I have no problem buying Michael Carter for cheap. I think your point in our discussion earlier of let's wait until after the draft is probably the right move because we need to know what the jets are going to do. But yeah, there's a lot of guys like that dynasty season off season is in full swing. This is my first full off season of dynasty. So I am learning a lot. That's exciting. I have been on a pace of a trade per day, which is not a (laughs) shocker if you know me, but I'm out here hustling, trying to buy low and sell. I don't even know if it's selling high. I'm just selling guys that I don't necessarily believe in. So yeah. Um, Who are some players or positions in general? Let's just talk general dynasty talk. At this point in the offseason, two weeks till the draft, we've got some separation from the NFL playoffs now. What positions are you generally trying to acquire or sell off? Who's expendable? Who are you trying to buy right now that
1: you don't think you'll be able to buy later? That's a tough question just because of where we're at. Timing-wise, um, because and I feel like anything I say right now, it can absolutely be disproven here in two weeks. You know, think of guys that we think as, sa- as think of as safe. You know, you just brought up Elijah Moore. Um, you know, we've got guys like who have risen in value in Juju. You know, we've got CeeDee Lamb, huge um, piece right there. I would also turn that coin on its head and think Michael Gallup. Guys like that who... People have written him off with his injury. Well... When, in fact, with Amari leaving, he's a buy. Well, that's (laughs) funny you say that. Excuse me. But funny you say that because I kind of disagree. I'm not
0: buying him. You know how I feel about Michael Gallup. But I feel like he will have a role in that offense, and he's just completely forgotten right now.
1: Well, that's... So his value right now is probably as high as it's going to be because I don't think like there's been that big of a hit because of the ACL. I feel like people generally assume he'll be back. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that there's a good chance that Dallas drafts a wide receiver. Um, I just don't trust Jerry Jones to construct that team in any sort of logical fashion. Um, they're but, going after Brooks. Uh, telling you right now. Probably. They, I mean, the Arkansas Jerry Jones, connection is real. Yeah. they're that's, he just can't help himself. But with that being like said... Like in
0: our, in our deal, I mean, in, our, in this recent league, there was a trade yesterday, one for one, Michael Gallup for Hunter Henry. Okay, that's not bad. So you're still getting, if you believe in Hunter Henry, if you think he's a guy that you could start most weeks in a tight end
1: premium, yeah, you're getting decent value for Gallup. Yeah, I mean, getting, especially if you need a tight end. I mean, Hunter Henry's, you know, uh, talented. He's produced before. Michael Gallup, though, like wide receivers, their situations change. I mean, very drastically and really quickly. Um, This draft, though, I mean, with any draft, you have these guys. You like a guy. I I really think. um, Like all right, so like if some if the Bears, who you know have David Montgomery, but if this new regime, new coaching staff, new front office goes and drafts a running back well now you're kind of like okay your window to sell david montgomery and that's just a name i'm bringing up is essentially it's kind of closed um because the team has already told us yeah. that we plan to move on from david montgomery or at least we don't envision him in the same role he's been used in um which is why it's hard to say like i'm Absolutely targeting someone—it's more of a who who stand like like a guy like Davis Mills. Um, that's still a guy I'm looking to target because the team has come out and said we're not drafting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, in this draft, we're gonna build around Mills at least for this year, which I agree with. You know, you aren't having to. I mean, even if you have to give up a first this year for Davis Mills, I would, um, because. Oh really?
0: Yeah, I would because how high of a first? Because I'm acquiring Mills. I've acquired him a
1: few times in the last week. I'd give a late first for him. Um, yeah, I, 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 we both believe in Davis Mills. I do believe in Davis Mills. Um, he, I think he can be a a Kirk Cousins plus type. He just he does he he does a lot of things well, and I think he's a well structured quarterback. I think, uh, just go and look at his pedigree. He was the number one high school quarterback coming out in his class. So. I think that kind of speaks for himself. Um, not to say that those guys don't ever not pan out, but context being context. Um, Davis Mills is someone I would give a late first for. He's going to start every, every game this year. Well, sure, because, and, and think of it this way. This is how I see it. Um, I don't think of it necessarily in terms of where he would rank in these quarterbacks. Um, even though I think he would be probably my quarterback two in this draft.
0: But we're talking. We're also we're we're speaking superflex here, In a right. two quarterback superflex super flex. league. Davis Mills has some some nice right. value.
1: Davis Mills has a lot of value, a decent amount of value, and I would trade the you know one oh or one ten, one twelve, yeah, in a rookie draft for Davis Mills because at that point you're looking at a a Sam Howell, maybe a Matt Corral, um guys who aren't necessarily proven a lot of question marks, and Davis Mills has already shown us that and the team has shown us that they're willing to, to stick with him a guy that you and I have been going back and forth <laughs> on though that i think is a fascinating discussion i've kind of i'll i'll be honest this guy like caused me the conversations that would have over this guy caused me to hop off of twitter oh, and just take a break. That's what caused um, it like, Who is I'm this like, man well, not, reveal his name not on its not on its own but I cannot stand the conversations I've been having around Zach Wilson lately. You're you're mispronouncing
0: um, uh Patrick Mahomes' name. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
1: You know, Tony Romo came out when Zach Wilson got drafted and said that he has some Mahomes like qualities. And if if he has a big arm and He's a gamer. Look, I, I'm I'm not gonna point out names, but somebody told me that you know quarterbacks are essentially you know finished products and they don't develop you know when they come out of college they just get used to their offense it's ridiculous and like that that statement made me literally hop off twitter i'm like i'm done okay now i'm, it makes I'm, sense. I'm just I'm, yeah. I'm taking a break i don't need this um but just to stick on zach wilson in terms of even trade value people have been coming to me a lot telling me oh man zach wilson is a value right now because he's cheap and if you believe that you're getting a Mahomes absolutely um my problem is is that he's not Mahomes he the over the second half of his rookie season the team actually asked him to throw less and that's why you know people people are like oh well he kind of got the hang of it in you know in the second half of the season it's like yeah he threw less interceptions because he I was, think it was just he's
0: you're just not ready yet, you're trying to do too much. Let's stay within ourselves sure, we will get there. you will get there as you progress as a quarterback, which we both believe sure, there's a jump from first to second and second to third year, much like Justin Fields will have, yeah, he doesn't offer that rushing upside, but he's not immobile no he can move yeah he
1: can he can make plays he can break I, mean, the I pocket. think he's better out of the pocket yeah he 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 can improvise he's not a statue and look if you believe in him and I'm all about getting your guys um I'm just not a believer in some of the things that he doesn't do well and you know the caveat here's this this was the question
0: I asked you and this sure. is this is perspective sure. and I I appreciated your answer on it because we went back and forth on Zach Wilson for like an hour and I think at the end of that I just kind of wanted to get a heat check on Am I too high on him? And I compared him. I gave you Zach Wilson or Tua, Mm. and the answer was Zach Wilson by a little bit. Tua has Waddle, Tyreek, Gasicki, Cedric Wilson. I mean, they have weapons there. And you're still going Zach Wilson, Cedric
1: Wilson, with all those guys, huh? That was that was the name. Elite (laughs) elite (laughs) prospect. All right, just wanted to clear that up.
0: But they do have weapons there. They've got a lot of
1: athleticism on that
0: offense. And we're still going, both of us agreed, Zach Wilson over Tua by a little bit. That's Zach Wilson with with Elijah Moore and pretty
1: much just Corey Davis. Well, he's got Michael Carter. Michael Carter is a running back one, Travis. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
0: and this is the follow-up to that discussion. If we're going to say Zach Wilson over Tua a little bit as is, Right. We believe in Zach Wilson's skill. If you add, which the Jets have shown, and we've been hearing a lot of of statements about, we're going to be aggressive in adding another big weapon. That's what they
1: want to do. I think they were in the Tyreek Hill talks. They just got beat. They have told us that they are taking a wide receiver. with the heck? And they went and offered the number 10 pick for DK Metcalf. So so when that land, like when, if it would have been
0: Tyreek, yeah. Or if it would have been DK, or when they do draft that receiver, yeah, Zach Wilson's stock is going to go up. So if yeah. you're not going to buy him now,
1: you're not you going know, to get him for there, the same price. One thing I've seen in terms of trends in these mock drafts, there's one mock drafter. He's a, he's a professional analyst. He is very he's good friends with the the Jets GM, and he has okay. gotten the Jets first round picks correct in like the last I don't know like six years, and he wow. mocks Drake London to the Jets, so it's kind of telling me that they are Drake London will be a Jet. Um, that's kind of how I feel. You know, they they want that big. Do you like that for London? And do you like I that love for it for both of them. Um, I I I okay. I love it especially for Elijah Moore's value. I feel like if you are in a league where someone perceives that as okay, he's not going to be the one. He might not be, but guess what? He doesn't have to be. Uh that you can have two weapons on a team and the nice thing about both of them is that they can go inside and outside. So it it doesn't yeah. hurt Elijah Moore and he'll be playing with, you know, Braxton Barrios, Corey Davis. I think that will help him. Maybe not in the short term, you know, but I think long term I think that could be good. So that, that just brings you back to
0: you've got him over Tua already. Tua yep. Ryan Tannehill. Kirk Cousins.
1: Um, I'm taking Zach Wilson have... over
0: Kirk Cousins in a, in a dynasty. I don't think he beats out Kirk Cousins this year. But if Kirk is gone, yeah, I... I mean, how old is Kirk Cousins? Thirty four,
1: thirty five. Kirk Cousins is thirty. Yeah, I think he's thirty. I think he's turning thirty four this year. That's right. Yeah, he
0: turns thirty four this summer, so he still has three or four really good years left. Yeah. So, so maybe you're still Kirk Cousins if he stays in Minnesota. I'm fine sure. with that, but I feel like Zach Wilson is in that 15 range, and if you keep adding yeah. weapons to them, it it's I, going to his price yeah. is just going to go up and up and up. Especially he
1: comes down and has a hot first first three or four weeks.
0: Sure. Adios.
1: Yeah, man. You know, just to give some some context into why Zach Wilson is because he is already being anointed. Uh, by a lot of people as the top quarterback in that class, which is just, it blows my mind. Because, look, I'm not sitting here, like, I'm a huge self-proclaimed Trevor Lawrence fan. Huge Mm -hmm. fan. Okay. Yes, you are. I know Trevor Lawrence had a really bad rookie year in terms of what it was against expectations. I know he underperformed. He's a rookie, so I'm not saying he's not going to be fine. But he was the 31st ranked quarterback in terms of quarterback rating. And do you want to take a guess at who was number 32? It was Zach don't. Wilson. Oh, it no. was Zach Wilson. <laughs> like, that's nothing. That's like, I don't want to... Zach nip.
0: Wilson LaVisca Chenault. See how he does. He does absolutely. absolutely. He, he so can much have better. LaVisca Chenault.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, Zach Wilson, I mean, if you can get him cheap and... Like with me, like you and I traded. Uh, I gave you Zach Wilson um, during the season. I'm still getting crap. I got with absolutely destroyed um, on Twitter because they're like, "Oh, you gave up. I gave up Jordan Love. I gave up a 2022 112, and I gave up a lot." This was Moore. after the season. This was Th- yeah, not this was, during the season. Yeah, this was after. Okay, this was after the season. Um, but I got Trey Lance, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, you absolutely got destroyed in that trade." Where's Jordan Love now? okay um that 112 is now it's not like a super guaranteed pick i think if people are kind of getting the the hint that this 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 class has a lot of questions there's there's value there at the 112 we can talk about that um okay but elijah moore was in my opinion in my is was the best player on that side zach wilson i still feel like is like carson wentz ish Ooh, that hurts you know, it's it's
0: definitely within the range of possible. Whereas I know yeah. that deal was Zach Wilson,
1: Elijah Moore, a 2022 first, yeah. and Jordan Love for Trey right. Lance. Like, there's no way. Like, just comparing, I know how much they paid for Trey Lance. There's no way they're not going to give that dude every chance in the world to succeed, and then keep him around for two years after that. So, the the here's some history of Zach
0: Wilson in this league. Okay, this is great. <laughs> I didn't realize that Sleeper offered this. You acquired Zach Wilson mm-hmm. in a trade. Yeah. DJ Moore. In September. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson and Michael Pittman mm-hmm. for Darnold and DJ Moore. Right. That is a really nice win right now, I would say. Oh, yeah. I would definitely take Zach It was Zach right when Wilson Sam Darnold
1: had, uh, he had those first two games where he was just lighting the world on fire. September 4th. Mm-hmm. I
0: think it might have been right before game one. It was was next level. (laughs) I like that trade for you. I like that trade for me. I like Elijah. It's funny how they came in a package and all of a sudden I'm a Jets fan. I think fantasy kind of forces you to believe in the guys that you have on your team. It's one of my favorite things about fantasy. Oh, he's good. No, he's not.
1: People ask me, like, who's your favorite team? It's like, honestly, I'd rather talk about my favorite wide receivers from the 2022 (laughs) glass. But yeah, it's... Okay,
0: favorite wide receivers from the 2022 class. Does Green Bay get one? They can't it be? not.
1: They can't not. What am I, I mean, some of my favorite. Are they an immediate starting impact player? Um. So, yeah, a bunch of questions. So, I have a few answers. One, yes, they're going to take a wide receiver or multiple. Um, I see them as taking someone who's a little bit more mature, um, a little bit more ready to start right away. To me, that's Chris Olave. Um, He... I love bits what they're trying to do he you know he can work outside work inside um what people are probably uh, what will probably shock a lot of people um is that whoever is drafted to green bay isn't necessarily going to be like a, even a wide receiver too because they we're gonna right. see uh as a wide receiver like at wide receiver twenty to eighteen for probably the first month of the season we're probably going to see Randall Cobb. Like, that's, uh, it sounds gross because it is, but Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb are going to be heavily, heavily targeted unless they bring in a DK Metcalf or, or someone else. I've heard that kind of floated out there. Um, God, that would be amazing. But even, like, Green Bay needs a wide receiver. For you know, we, knew, we know the Chiefs are probably going to go wide receiver. They might not. You know, it's possible that they don't, but I think with a team like, we want these we want these prolific offenses to draft wide receivers, but yes. they don't always like they may see a guy as in like and I, I like this process as, as well. They may see a guy in the fifth, sixth round they, they feel fits that role for them and that's the wide receiver they take. The fantasy community just doesn't get excited about it as all. Do you think the second coming of Jordy Nelson lands in their lap? Uh,
0: you mean the Packers? Your boy from Cincinnati that you put me on yesterday.
1: Oh yeah, Alex Pierce. would be nice in Green Alec Bay. Pierce, um, you know I could see that he's a big physical guy, six three, like two fifteen. Runs, runs pretty well. Um, he's a mature guy. Um, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. You know, there are other older prospects. You know, Christian Watson. I I could see going to Green Bay. He's a athletic freak and he is an older FCS player. So, um, I could see that happening. But again. I think that the Packers are going to draft a wide receiver um, or two, um, but don't, don't hop on the bandwagon of thinking that just because they went to Green Bay that they're going to automatically produce because Aaron Rodgers does not just automatically trust players. It's going to take, you know, dozens of practices of these guys getting cursed at by, you know, and called the worst names under the sun by Aaron Rodgers to, Proof to him that they can make it in this league. Um, and it's probably going to take you. So, like I said, Randall Cobb. Maybe he'll be nice. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll be nice. Yeah, we'll run with that. We'll see how far that gets us. Um, so, since so summary, the theme, Green
0: Bay will take a receiver. You do not think that sure. you want to jump on that receiver immediately because of the hype that will come with them just being in that offense? You're more of a, yeah. and this is a good strategy that we'll bring up um, a little bit closer to fantasy draft time. I think we had this conversation last year about rookies and you love rookies. You like to find the right rookies. Sure. I don't. I do. I'm coming more. I'm coming around to <laughs> them more because at some point your older stars leave. And we saw that with Julio Jones. Yep type players that are A.J. Green, like these stars that carry the name value, they have to fade out eventually. So being a step ahead, I think, is something that I've learned. However, I think the Green Bay rookie wide receiver and the Kansas City rookie wide receiver, they won't come in and light it up immediately. However, week six, seven, eight, after a quiet first half of the year, sure. Then you'll pounce, and we'll we'll revisit that as the season goes. But yeah, don't overpay for rookies right now. Steal them when people lose belief. No,
1: and I would say right now it's if you have guys that aren't on solid footing, like um guys like Darnell Mooney right now is is on pretty solid footing. Okay, they they could draft a a you know second round wide receiver, and he's still going to be fine. Right. Okay, if you can wait, into, if after the draft someone's freaking out that Darno Mooney, you know, um, has competition, pounce, you know. But guys like Alan Lazard are great. I'm not saying that they're necessarily sell right now, um, but I'm not holding them much farther after yeah. the draft. You hear what I'm saying? Like these Alan Lazard will have great value the first half of that season, like you said. Um, and then you're going to start seeing them actually want to get their, their newly acquired talent involved. And that's not even, uh, counting for if they bring someone else in same thing with other teams, you know, um, right now, Christian Kirk is a huge thing because they just signed him to a huge deal unless they draft a wide receiver, you know, early second round. Now that now we got some, some people to talk about Christian Kirk is not Darnell Mooney. You know, Christian Kirk has never had a thousand yard season. Yep. So, just some things to to keep in mind. He's also entering year five.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, we we and he. It's not like he was in a terrible offense. Yeah. He had some highlights. Hmm. Almost a thousand yards last year, but with DeAndre Hopkins missing a lot of time, you would think if this if this could be that guy, he's gonna step up and do it. And and he got it done some weeks, but yeah, he's one of those guys that will no show. Can we, man,
1: can we talk about the fact that like there are these teams out there who, because we have this, this, this notion in our head as, as, as fantasy football players, dynasty football players that we kind of have a, a, a feel or or, our finger on the pulse of what's going on around the league. When like, it's like, we go through this period of, we, we believe we know what we're talking about. And then the NFL slaps us in the face and we're like, oh, we don't. We don't actually know much in terms of, like, how things are going to play out. and then we Other than starting quarterbacks heal. carry a lot right. of value. Yeah, they do carry a lot of value. Um, but we kind of, like, take some time. We all talk it through on, on Twitter and on podcast, And then we get to a point where we're ready to believe again. We're ready, like, oh, here's a narrative that we've just been fed. You know, Juju is now, like, he looks great. And he looks, he, 2018 Juju is back. Um, but this is what everyone kind of has lulled themselves into a little sleep on is that teams don't necessarily draft for what we feel are their needs. Yes. You know, <laughs> because we, we don't start offensive line. <laughs> nope. They, well, even that, like the Cowboys could, could take a running back, you know? Um, or I, uh, somebody a team to back up me, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. You and I have been talking about one team in particular who I I, didn't, I don't want this to happen. As a fantasy player oh, and God. a guy, this is we've hurt. talked about it, but the more and more I've, I've thought it through, it makes more and more sense, okay? Let's talk about the LA Chargers, okay? okay. And let's think about what their moves during the offseason off season have, have meant, okay? They've spent a lot of money on their defensive front, okay? They have a pretty solid offensive line. They have a first round pick that they can use on an offensive lineman. And then they've got second, you know, they've got some some mid round capital that they can move up to grab a running back. Like a Brees Hall or a Kenneth Walker. You know, a nuke to a guy like Austin Eckler, who is their star primarily pass catching running back who they would very much like to partner with someone to take away those third down carries you know those goal line carries maybe uh, who can actually serve as a serviceable running back now that justin jackson is gone and they don't want to have to rely on a sixth you know fifth sixth round running back like a larry roundtree or a joshua kelly is this that it would class, make sense though? it Is this that class
0: that that can take that, that work away? Is this that class that they would say it's worth a running back this early? When we have Eckler, is there something
1: else that would put us over the edge this year? They have already told us, in my opinion, that they are spending to compete right now. And when you are ready to compete right now, you get weapons that aren't going to hamstring you. So. Uh running back is a low cost, especially on in a second third round rookie contract. Yeah, true. Yep. Um Austin Eckler signed the extension a couple years ago. He's with the team for the next couple years. Um who knows? Maybe they restructure it, maybe if especially if there's a Brees Hall like that, who they can realistically move on and still maintain the same style of play. Look, I'm not this it seems all pie in the sky and I'm not saying it's a certainty at all. Like the farthest thing from it, I'm just, you know, speaking mad science right here. But it would not shock me to see a team like you know, like the the Chargers or heck, even a team who we've seen have a split backfield in Denver. They could take a running no. back. Like <laughs> No sir. Like you Eckler you, you, was you, enough. How dare you? They're not gonna right. do it to Javante. No way. No? Would it, would tell me that a guy like James Cook wouldn't fit very well in Denver as a pass catching compliment to Javante Williams. You know? Oh man. It, no way. No or, way. or I'm gonna I'm gonna break some more hearts. If while we're on this train, um tell me that a guy like Well, I just said James Cook. How about a guy similar to his buddy in Alabama, how about a guy like Brian Robinson goes and plays with Josh Jacobs? You know? That's he, fine. That, s- Josh Jacobs has been, losing, has been splitting for his whole career. Sure. But, like, Javante you Javante deserves guys, a
0: shot. He does. 1,500 yards, 20 touchdowns,
1: something sure. massive. Sure. You know who else deserves a shot? Antonio Gibson, and he's not getting. Okay? He might. He might. You
0: you just like to list the names on on uh on my teams on a Wednesday night. <laughs> let's look. Let's
1: look again through. Uh, <laughs> like you know who I'm not worried about though, and the rare guys. You know the guys like Jonathan Taylor. I'm not worried about them bringing in anyone, bringing anyone in. Okay, he's safe. They won't. Yeah. Neither will they. Won't. Neither will Detroit.
0: No. Um. No. Okay. So. Who are some guys that are on the hot seat that you think could be losing their job between now and September, come fantasy draft season, start of the NFL season? If they're not going to lose their jobs before then, who will be on a very short leash? We're talking four weeks or so. If it's oh, not sure. happening, you're out. I mean, there's give me some a quarterback, the obvious guy. Yeah, there's we can go by position. Guys. You give me a quarterback, sure. I'll give you mine, and we'll go down.
1: Sure. I mean, so I could take the easy one and say you know, uh, a Sam Darnold because yeah, obviously his days are numbered. Um, and it's just with this quarterback last, I think there's, if I think about it, there's one quarterback that I could see starting within the first four weeks or, or should be starting in the first four weeks. Um, and it's not Malik Willis. It's, I, it's just not the, the crop from last year. There's not really a ton of uncertainty in terms of like, If last year's quarterback crop came in this year, I'd be saying, like, guys like Mariota, you know, uh, Drew Locke, you know, even Jameis Winston to an extent. Exactly. Because no one, if if the Saints take a quarterback, he's not going to challenge Jameis Winston, okay? Like, I don't think Mariota has a four week short leash. No. I think they're trying to lose anyway. Right. They want to bring him along slow. If they really feel like he's ready to play, whoever they. Whoever the Falcons draft, I I think that he'll you know he'll play you know maybe the latter half of the year. But I think they're bringing in especially kind of like the Steelers are doing with Mitch Trubisky. I feel like Trubisky's kind of a, yeah, a guaranteed starter all year. I don't yep. I don't see anyone in this class. Maybe Kenny Pickett, um, maybe Desmond Ritter, who can come in and play right away. Um, honestly, though, to me, I think the one. Quarterback that's really on the hot seat, um, and could have a short leash is Jalen Hurts. Um, if they get off to an zero and four start, see. if they get off to an zero and four start, look, they already traded away one of their three first round picks to move into the, um, the first round of next year's draft. So, they are. You think re- they go or- Minshew
0: and throw in the towel? Not that Minshew's bad, but you think that? I think they- that do they look to trade away hurts? I feel like it
1: wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't Hello, Seattle. Um, but you know, I want Jalen hurts to succeed, but I guys like that, like, I'm not going to sit here and say like Davis mills is on the hot seat because there's, I don't think there's any way he's not going to be benched in the middle of the season. Okay. Um, he's, is this fair uh, for Jalen hurts? Is it fair? Uh, that's kind of the nature of the NFL nowadays because these young guys don't aren't given three years to like the guy has started one full season. Okay. He's, he played four games at the end of his rookie season and then he's played one full season. I don't think it's necessarily fair as, as a, a Jalen hurts fan to say that he's been given enough time to really grow because that's not the MO of the NFL anymore. Like, you're not going to get a Josh Allen story from all these guys with the team's like, no, we're going to develop this kid, give him three years. And then he's, we're going to, we know he's going to be good. Jalen hurts. They, they're like, we're building this team to win now. And if you're not our guy, then you're not our guy. Look, Jalen hurts is not a, do you think they wait until they're
0: close to, if not already eliminated from the playoffs?
1: Um, to bench him. Um, I could see it. Like I said, I don't, I don't see any of these quarterbacks. I, I, ke- I kept trying to find guys that made sense. Like, I could see if, I don't know. If, if Okay, a good example would be if the Tennessee Titans draft a quarterback and Ryan Tannehill just, like, absolutely craps the bet And, like, he gets off to a, a bad start like he did last year. Or if Matt Ryan, for whatever reason, is just this shell of a quarterback. And they drafted a guy like those guys, but it doesn't feel like I, I don't get the feel that the organizations are like, no, we got to get ready to turn the keys over. I think a lot of people are, a lot of the organizations are waiting for 2023 and beyond because this is just one of those hollowed out years where it's like, we don't have a replenishment option incoming. Like we can't move back in the draft and go up and get a guy that we think will fall like, because they're all, they've all got question marks. Um, Detroit. I think
0: I can see a guy like Daniel Jones. Like he could definitely only last three or four weeks. You know, if it's atrocious and you've got Tyrod, who is serviceable. Sure, I could see. Yeah, I mean, like they 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 could definitely here's the thing. If he's
1: tearing up in practice and the receivers start chirping about, hey, dude, he's better. Here's the thing, though. No, I don't think the Giants really want Tyrod to play. I think they want them. I think they want Daniel Jones to be pushed. I think Daniel Jones is probably a middle-of-the-pack. Like, I think the Giants are probably a middle-of-the-pack team. I think their defense is going to be um, improved. Uh, they've got two first-round picks, and they're early. I think they're going to improve the offensive line. Um, I think Kenny Galladay hopefully gets healthy, and Daniel Jones actually has his full complement of weapons, which hasn't been the theme over his career, albeit that's probably the only realistic excuse you can have for him at this point. Um I I'm not going to say you and say it's it's unlikely that that Tyrod gets into the game at all but I think that the Giants want to give Daniel Jones every opportunity to lose that job rather than they're trying to make it okay to move on. I think they do believe that they haven't done him a good job. All right, what about it running back? Speaking of Giants. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Giants. I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley and uh, speaking strictly in terms of fantasy value, he is on the hot seat because what you're having to pay for him right now is running back one trade value. You're, you're having to, to really pay up. It's I'm talking still maybe even multiple first, a first and something like you're, you're having to pay up for a guy who hasn't, who hasn't shown that he's that guy in what now three years? You know, yeah, like it's been a little while. I still
0: believe in Barkley. I feel like he's been unlucky, but but oh, yeah, sure. at some point, you're Absolutely. 25, 26 year old running back. You're gonna say we got to get what we can get and move on.
1: The dude is special, and it's unfortunate we're we're missing out on the entire prime of Saquon Barkley, and yeah. we're probably not going to get that top notch production until his second contract, which most, most likely with another team next year it's just it's it's unfortunate so Saquon barkley the chances of the giants turning it around and giving him a serviceable offense to be a part of is not looking good it's unfortunate but that's just kind of the that's kind of where we're at and now he's also got to be healthy and i just i don't see it
0: i like it for mine i'm looking at What's going to happen with Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and James White? There was no James White last year. Um, Belichick has shown that James White owns the red zone and third down. And that is where Damian Harris did his damage, was finding the end zone. So, I think he's such a polarizing name because of where he finished last year. You can get good value yeah. for him. You can also get him cheaper. It just depends on the league. It's not somebody that brings you comfort. No. Um you had some interesting points on Ramondre. And, and none of these guys are going to bring you comfort. That's kind of why we're talking about him. But is this a situation, a backfield that you're avoiding no matter what the price is? Or is there one of them that you lean towards and what is that price that you're okay, whether it's a draft whether it's a round in the draft or a comparable player that you think I'll give him up for a guy like Harris or Stevenson, just to see what happens.
1: Um, with, uh, I'm not a huge Stevenson fan. Harris is the guy I would want in that offense. I mean, he is technically their RB one, be it like an RB one, a, RB1A and RB one B. Um, I don't know. Like last year towards the end of the season, there, there was this little patch of, of conversation that was going on that Damian Harris is going to lose his job to Ramondre Stevenson. I never saw that. Um, yeah. I hey, think Damian,
0: good. I mean, they both look good. That's the Damian problem. Damien Harris is like one is of them good.
1: sucks and keeps getting the ball. Unfortunately, this offense is from like 2001, you know? Yeah. Like they run a lot. Okay. Let me give you
0: names. This, this is going to be easier context wise. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Because these, this is the group of names that if you're going to pull the trigger on Damian Harris, you're passing on this group. Okay. Clyde Edwards.
1: Uh Damien. Rashad Penny. Oh, that one's tough. Um, I would probably oh man, I'd probably I'd probably go Rashad Penny, to be honest with you. That that feels weird. That feels Ooh, weird. I'd probably stick Damien
0: there. Uh Singletary. And this is this is as is right now. Obviously things change when, when people get drafted, but yeah. right now. Right, right. I would go. I I would go. Damian Harris there. Okay, and finally Michael
1: Carter. Ooh, <laughs> that one's actually pretty good. I yeah. I I would go. I, I would hate go Michael Damian Carter Harris still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate Michael Carter as well. Um, no, yeah, I, I, would, don't. I, would still I don't. I don't. I know that you do. No, no, no. I'm glad you agree. Um, <laughs> that one's gonna stay in the show. Okay. Um. So Damian Harris
0: is the one you would like, and. You're, you're you've got likes, him based on strong based on yeah well out of those guys, you, you'd I mean, prefer would him have. yeah you would have him and right. you would not pay a top twenty five but around thirty around that single Terry yeah. Rashad Penny you're okay if he falls in your lap. Right. Okay. What about receiver? Who's who's got a short leash? If not a short hmm. leash, then why are they on the list? Justify this, um,
1: please, because this is this is hot. So my pick um, is C.D. Lamb because purely because of expectations. um, I feel like C.D. Lamb um, is is a guy who has yet to be that that Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase type prospect that most people in the fantasy community thought that he was myself included. I still think he's that level of talent. I do, too. Um, I think it's coming this year. I just the thing is he had he was probably in the best position that he would have been in in these last two years and didn't fire and he it's not like he like he had a couple really cool catches his rookie year but we are missing that consistency that we're seeing from a Jamar chase and the Justin Jefferson types and you know even you know i'm not I'm not gonna bring AJ Brown into it but He's not producing like these guys. He's not the same. So, so if he's wide receiver eight, are you disappointed? Um, kinda. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you did you. So it's it's top. The reason why he's on the list is because you need you a need top a top five, five season. Saying. You need that potential because look, yeah. he's the wide. He's the one on that team. Okay, and, the, and now is the time. Well, now, yeah, I agree. I I kind of like him on the list now. It makes yeah, sense. because the I mean the team is kind of imploding. Look at what they've done. Like. The team doesn't have a, a strong defensive front right now. Um, they they lost a lot there. They lost a lot of their offensive line. Um, their running game is getting older. Dak has some questions now. They don't have Amari Cooper. If you're not going to be a top five, top six wide receiver, um, I, you know what? I'm not going outside of top five. He has to be top five in a team that will likely throw a lot again like they did two years ago, and he's the number one. I if it's not this yeah. year, it's not. They he's not. If it's if he's not top five, no. Be because you, we've talked about it time and time again. Big you ton. need that touchdown and volume outlier season. And if this isn't it, if if this isn't it for him, I don't know that it's coming. So you've got Cooper Cup. Yep. Justin Jefferson. Yep.
0: Jamar Chase. Yep. Do you think you think Lambs should beat out
1: Devontae Adams? Um. Hmm, that's tough. That's actually really tough. I because I've got Devonte Adams at five. Um, number four is Debo Samuel. Um,
0: yeah. I mean that's C. D. Lamb is on a lot of people's list. He is ranked as wide receiver eight behind yeah. Stefan Diggs, Devonte Adams. I, I I mean I like C. D. in a dynasty sure. over Diggs age wise. Twenty twenty two alone, I would
1: not be shocked at all if Stefan right. Diggs is like, in the top five. So like and even, not. I mean Cooper Cup, I think, is going to be in the top five. I, you know what? We're not even like Jamar Chase, Easy. Justin Jefferson. We're not even talking about AJ Brown. Yeah, is Chase, me, a, lock yeah, yeah, Chase is a lock for top five? Um, because he's going
0: to. I don't see how Chase can be top five and T Higgins oh, can I do. be a ten to twelve.
1: Uh, you got to watch that team play. Uh joey throws that dude that yeah it's happened before unbelievable to do that again let they have to get tell me why they won't tell me why they won't tell me why a team that's only big struggle was protecting their quarterback that just signed a bunch of offensive linemen won't get better there's no reason why you know what
0: i don't have i don't have an argument for why they wouldn't I just feel like when you – kind of like we do in the preseason of mm-hmm. teams with a lot of re- receiver weapons. No. Boyd is not a threat, though, and we just saw a great season me Joe Let me, let let Joe me Mixon play – can I – And Chase and Higgins I, were I, still that good. I want to play the it. Travis it's just, game. I want to play the Travis game, the one that you always tough.
1: play with me when I tell you things can't happen and we can't have nice things. Um, How many touchdowns do you think Joey B throws? Do you think he gets close to 40?
0: Yes, I can see that.
1: Okay. How many yards do you think he throws for? I think he throws for right around 5,000 yards.
0: Yep, I would be shocked if he didn't have 5,000 yards.
1: Okay, so is it reasonable to assume that two of his wide receivers could reach close to 1,300, 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns? No, not crazy at all. 10 touchdowns is not going to be a top five or oh, I think it is. Oh, I mean, no, not top five. I think Jamar Chase probably gets closer to probably I don't know twelve in that fifteen range. It has to be um, fifteen, I think sure, I think fifteen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns Ooh, that's those, are astronomi- year, that, those are astronomical those are astronomical numbers those are astronomical like that's, <laughs> that's so that, I'm not big. sitting here casually flaunting, oh, yeah, he'll just toss out you know fifteen uh, k <laughs> and fifteen. like we know that outlier seasons like that come along. I love it for him though. I think Jamar chase will be the wide receiver one overall next year. Um, just the chemistry watching that as a rookie, like I don't like success chasing because it feels disingenuous because it's like, Oh, let me just piggyback off the season that they just had. But the whole offense looks like it just got better. You know, I'm not going to downplay the signing of Hayden Hurst. um, T. Higgins
0: is coming off of 1,090 yards mm
1: -hmm. and six touchdowns. That offense is just going to, it just feels so nice. And I'm excited to watch that team play. And Joe Burrow is just that dude. He feels, he gives me that, like that kind of Tom Brady vibe. Where it's just like, this dude's going to come on the field and it doesn't matter what you do. He's going to get it in the end zone. And those wide receivers yeah. that he has, those aren't those aren't like, oh man, these guys could be good if and when. No, they make yeah, they make they're it good. like that, like yeah, they're it's, like that. It's not like they need it's a certain combo. circumstance to be good. No, they'll be good, and the defense better be better. Yep. Who do you got at wide
0: receiver? At wide receiver, uh, let's just touch on it real quick. Uh, my question about Alan Lazard was: Is he overvalued right now? Because he's somebody that's changing hands a lot. Yeah over the last three weeks. Um, one of the most traded players from what I've seen because people think it's, he's just going to be given targets and catches by default. But is Alan Lazard that kind of player? Is he somebody that could get 1,000 yards and eight to 10 touchdowns?
1: Um, To me, yeah. And uh, I would give up a late okay. second for Alan Lazard right now because uh, we talked about it earlier. There's a chance he could be the number two on that team by midseason, but there's also a good chance that regular things that happen in the NFL happen where the rookie can't stay healthy or the rookie has trouble gaining rapport with Aaron Rodgers. A bunch of things happen. Um, But I think Alan Lazard... So do you think him being held
0: back volume-wise was solely because Devontae was there?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Because he's coming off... Lazard's last three years 2019 Mm -hmm. 16 games played 475 yards to uh, 2020 450 yards 2021 500 yards so and eight touchdowns so he's going to have to get a lot more work because he's not that home run guy
1: no he's he's a possession receiver plus a little bit um it's not like he can't do but anything. But a
0: twenty twenty four second, I mean, that's so far out. You have no idea. Oh what no, that I'm, is. I'm saying Al
1: Lazard. You know, a late second this year. I would give oh, this. I would year. give. What a about
0: lead. a twenty twenty four second?
1: Sure, ab- easily, absolutely. Like I would, yeah. I would give that for Al Lazard to dart throw right now. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So he's. You would consider him a buy, or or test the waters test the if waters. it's a reasonable price. Yeah, if it's like Take a him.
1: upper, like you have to consider like replacement value. Like if I. I can get an Alan Lazard plus early in the second round, but I feel like the draft kind of falls off at the end of the second round. So yeah, why not take take a chance on a guy who might have okay. opportunity? Let's talk tight end real quick because we love doing that. All right.
0: Oh yeah, let's end with the tight ends, baby. Yeah, we always end with the tight end. I want you to end it because I like yours. I really okay. like yours. This season, I don't. Um, I don't think that he's going to let people down. I think finally, and I, I kind of said this I'm last year, sure. like, oh yeah, he's got Russell Wilson, but we'll get there. Um, Hunter Henry is my guy who I don't think will lose his job however and I put this on Twitter I don't think they brought in John New Smith for 50 million dollars just to block he's too athletic he's great when he gets the ball in space for his size I don't think Hunter Henry comes close to being a top seven guy which is where he finished in 2022 Mm -hmm. and that's not that bold this is what is shocking to me, Hunter Henry. When you look back, you say he had a pretty decent year, but did he? He went over 45 yards two times in the entire season. He had five catches twice all year. Yeah, more than five catches twice. Um, I feel like, and I traded Hunter Henry away this this week, and I feel like for me he's a throw-in. I'll I don't want to start him. Mm-hmm. I think you're getting Chargers Hunter Henry in name value because he was able to, to find the end zone last year. I don't like it. Huh. People thought it's going to be Gronk, uh, Gronk light in that no. offense. There is no Gronk light. Hunter Henry is not that dude. So if you're going to get chargers, Hunter Henry value in a trade, oh, sure. I'm moving. Hunter Henry immediately. That'll, that'll You give can you find you that you. level I mean- tight
1: end so cheap. If you look at what he did, like he he hasn't like dropped off in value or in what he's done, you know. Um he he had more touchdowns than he's he's had previously. Um it's the volume, you know, per game is what what kind of kills you. Um I disagree on the Janu thing. I don't think Bill Belichick cares at all about getting his guys receptions or Oh, man, this guy only caught 28 pounds. Pa- yeah. You think, how much do you think, how much of the offense do you think he's going to give to his backup tight end? 28. 28 in 15 games. I think it is. I don't think that they, I don't
0: think it's a, a starter backup thing. I'm curious. I should have looked up how many snaps they both played, but I feel like they're both on the field plenty. And for whatever reason, Mac and Hunter Henry found the, the mojo last year i don't know that that is sustainable the high but end let's just say i think what do you can... think the high end of johnny smith's are? Sure. i think year? he i think he no i think he can i think
1: he'll probably be around 30 to
0: 40 ball. Yeah, like or, or the low end too like what's his window there's no way he goes for 28 again snap share one or two hey, catches a week or i guess that's two two and a half catches a week man 50 million what they is is he just an you're, offensive lineman you're getting now?
1: Caught in the, the, the constant problem of putting logic in. Like, oh, it has to make sense. Yes, this like, yeah. Are of you all kidding coaches me? Like, he, <laughs> the dude yeah. just paid a bunch of money for Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. Like, what? What do you think? drafted Nikhil Harry in the first round? You think he's like, oh man, this guy can block really well, and I want to I want him to catch one ball every three games. Here's John New Smith. Hunter Henry played sixty six percent of the snaps <laughs> of last year, and Jonu Smith played fifty percent. So that's
0: not crazy difference.
1: Um, they targeted him at a lot. Um, so that's that's nice. He was number one in, in target rate. Jonu Smith was. Okay, let's see where. Let's see. Irv Smith, Hunter Henry.
0: Hmm. Hunter Henry. David Njoku. I go
1: Njoku. Tyler Higby. Hmm. Yeah, I'd go Higby.
0: Yeah, and and you're getting Higby after Hunter Henry by quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean it's name. You're right. You hit it on the head with name value. I mean he's he's a guy that people. I mean heck, if people just remember what they used to try to pay for him, and he used to be worth so much. You know, right? If you, you know, if you are you know. willing
0: to throw him into a deal, it could be what swings the needle.
1: Yeah. For a team, um, for a tight end yeah.
0: needy team, for sure. Yeah. Wrap it up with your guy on this list. I love this guy. I don't know why I can't quit him, but he definitely belongs on this list.
1: Yeah, he's got a tight leash because one, there was a guy on this team. I'm talking about the Los Angeles Chargers and Gerald Everett. Um, he's my tight end pick for being on the high, hot seat slash short leash, whatever you want to call it. Um, look, they've got they've got Donald Parham. Okay, and that you know he may have some competition coming in. Um Gerald Everett's definitely a more athletic um tight end and you know is a um fantasy hopeful. Um I acquired him in, in a couple of leagues. But Gerald Everett it's it's time to kind of crap or get off the pot man because he's bounced back and forth between teams. It's like um you know it's kind of like a Chris Herndon kind of where it's like he's got the talent. He's got like we're just waiting for him to to jump you know because Gerald Everett like what do you look for when you are thinking about taking a tight end you look for things that other tight ends don't have and you look for athleticism you look for playmaking ability Gerald Everett has that but whether it's just like the coaches don't believe in him enough or he doesn't block well or whatever the reason is he hasn't produced at that level that people were hoping for when um, especially when he came into the league so Gerald Everett um, it's time to either Put up big numbers in LA or time to be just that tight end two that you will be for the rest of your career. I think that's we're gonna see that um this season. Jared Cook eighty
0: three targets last year. Yeah. That was more per game than Dallas Goddard, Pat Freer Muth, Yeah. Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox, Austin Hooper, Uzoma, and Joku. So yeah, I think he's better than all those guys. I really do. And the situation is there. The offense is, is rolling. Herbert has shown, I will throw to the tight end. For sure. Yes, I have Keenan Allen. Yes, I have Mike Williams. There is a clear role in that offense and comfort level with Herbert yeah. to target the tight end. So I, I think I like Everett's value. I think he's a good tight end, too, on your squad. I agree. I agree with that. I see a note here at the bottom that I want to talk about real quick because I saw an interview I'm sure a lot of people did with Baker today. And he seemed like he was pretty content and confident that he will be somewhere. <clears throat> he believes in his talent. Yeah. And I mean, I would take Baker over drew lock all day long. So yeah, you say, you think Baker will be traded during the draft? I love the fireworks that that will bring as somebody who has Baker in a couple of sure. leagues. I think if that happens, Anytime the, your your player's name is in people's mouth is a good thing, especially when it's a guy that polarizing. If he lands in a spot where they're like, we're trading for Baker, he's our guy, you got value for, for so sure. cheap I mean, right now. People won't touch Baker because they don't think he gets another shot. He will get another shot. These guys don't no, just disappear. And I,
1: look, I'm not... <laughs> it could be during the draft. You're saying he's the next Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and, and, and not so many words, as in zero <laughs> words. Yes, I I acknowledge that he is the next Aaron Rodgers. Don't hear what you're not saying right. here. He's gonna be a backup somewhere at this point. There's nowhere for him to start. You you don't think no. he starts? No, next uh, year. I think okay he'll be a backup. I feel like a, t- a team that maybe things like they missed out on their their chance to get a quarterback this year needs a contingency plan. Maybe it's Seattle. I don't. I I doubt it. You know, maybe it's the Bucks. If he goes to the Giants. How
0: short is Daniel Jones' leash? As short as Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Line of the show. <laughs> How yeah, is short is Baker Mayfield? Is he about the same height as Drew Brees?
1: He's not tall enough to ride the Cleveland Browns ride, that's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, he is 6'1". He's 6'1". Six six, oh, okay. All right, I'll give him that. Drew activity. Brees is six foot. Yeah. So oh, I don't even Done Russell even. Wilson's
0: five eleven. It is not a height thing. Yeah. It it's a it's a
1: skill thing. It's it, a, maybe it's, it's a, a hand thing. size thing. <laughs> oh gosh, four four Kenny am <laughs> Fine little baby hands. a <laughs> little baby hands. Good show, man. Episode forty eight. Forty eight is in the books. We are going to guys. I look. I'm going to be posting some stuff right around the time of the draft. Um, get ready for it. Um, probably going to be a series of smaller podcasts, you know, player profiles, stuff like that. Um, so keep an eye out. Um, drop us a line if there are some people you want to see profiled. Um, all for it. With that being said, though, it's the Losing Sucks podcast, man. Remember, losing sucks. Don't do it.